Sounds of Love. That's our name. I love it. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't do the full intro. But I, I have to ask when I when I told you it was gonna be called the Hounds of Love. Did you think we're gonna be talking about Kate Bush a lot? I thought that was like a first draft. I thought maybe we were gonna come back. <laughs> I thought maybe we were gonna reevaluate. But now mm-hmm. that we're no. here and that you have a song, I think you've got to commit. It. Yeah, I'm committed. I love it. Yeah, and I was also thinking it would be good if we use the pseudonyms. Heathcliff and Kathy, you know? Oh. Just to fit with the theme. Who am I? Which one am I? You could be Heathcliff. All right. I'll be Kathy. All right. That sounds good. (laughs) That sounds good. Heathcliff, I can think of, uh, there's a, I think there's a baseball player in the 70s. uh, And then I think uh, of Garfield. It's like the two things that I'm thinking about. uh Mm -hmm. So this is the premier Kate Bush podcast about... (laughs) cloud busting and i feel like <clears> after her song <laughs> hit, the, hit the hit the tops again i think they're probably we might be number two or three there probably was one that came out uh-huh. uh but they probably ran out of episodes i think pretty quickly which we will not because we have a lot more to talk about yeah i know a lot more kate, kate bush songs than just uh and i don't so that's, this, this, this oh good it's like kate bush this education this is an analogy to what we are actually podcasting about is that mm-hmm. uh, one mm-hmm. of us has a lot more knowledge on something and the other person is just the relatable audience proxy, uh, dipping their right, toes Heathcliff, in the new world. So, so, but you're you're the podcast, yeah, uh, yeah. fella. That's true. Do you want to? Do you want to? Sure. No, I, I don't that, even know your podcast full podcasting experience. You've been doing this for be, a long time. There's going to be huge crossover appeal from from I think from this naturally to my audience's podcasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if there's I done one thing. It? Readers of high fantasy all can get behind. It's DC United sports. It's the name. So first, first, my first podcasting experience was at at work recording a podcast about biscuits with my coworkers, mm-hmm. which I think in the end actually kept me from like getting a job later because I would try to apply to work with one of these people again, and they were like, "This is a man who podcasts on the clock with no shame at all and doesn't care whatsoever." And I would say it at the time, and it just came back to bite me. So, Brian, if you're listening, I know you didn't hire me because of this podcast. So I just, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I do blame you. Actually, I think it's kind of ridiculous. Anyway, so we did a podcast about biscuits where we would, um, we had grander ideas of like going to nice restaurants and like talking. But really, what it was was which fast food biscuits could you get on the way to work, mm-hmm. and then we all eat them on on mic, which people mm-hmm. loved. Oh, oh people good, loved, yeah, people love that. And then we would rate them. Famously a thing that people like to listen to. Sure. And tune in. Sure. Yeah. Mouth mm-hmm. noises are, are huge. Uh, there's a big community. It's, it's like the one ASMR that doesn't that no one likes. Is, yeah, is I'm nervous eating. just swallowing, to be honest. <laughs> I can only swallow when you talk. Nick is muting his mic every single time. Uh, sorry. I, I'm Catherine. nervous laughing, to be honest. Right. I, so cut it out. That's the one. There's three episodes of that. If you want to find that it's on SoundCloud, it's called Talking About Biscuits. Uh, I have Did you had, have a winner in those three episodes? The biscuit uh, was a a one that's not even. Well, it was kind of cheating. Hardy's fast food number one, believe mm. it or not. And then uh, there's a place called a District Biscuit Company, mm. which was number which was number two. Um, a big big shout out to Biscuitville in right. uh, North Carolina, uh, home of very good homemade biscuits. That's episode four. Should I ever should I ever get this thing reconstituted? It's going to go on the road. There was there was biscuits in the news. There was segments about songs that had the word biscuit. It was you know it was a thing. 
this was like before the whole podcast boom. So if I stuck it out, I probably could have got a Spotify deal, but I wasn't, I wasn't smart about it. And then the other thing is I podcast about DC United like three times a week forever. I think this week was episode 364. Um, and they're all about an hour on average. So that's a lot of hours. It's, it is. And there's people that have listened to all of them. And I think that they're sick. I think that they're sick. <laughs> Well, luckily, they'll experience. never listen to this podcast. No, so. that's what I'm saying. There's so, like the, on the aisle for no one. This is, this is where you tra- go to trash your fans. Should we also say like how, how, how we know each other? Is that going to be on the notes? Yeah, or are I was we gonna, still doing this I, I, anonymously? So. Yeah, no, 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 no. We can, we can – I mean I'm partial to calling you Heathcliff, but you <laughs> haven't once called me Kathy yet, and I'm sorry. I did. I did I'm after I actually like, called you your hey. real name. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, well, I was actually remembering that we have pre podcasting experience together, which I, I had forgotten oh. about until we sat down to talk to each other yes. right now. Uh, we're, you know, radio show stars from, from college, um, the audio medium. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the only name that we used? We had, yeah. we had another, no, 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 no. We had, um, the retro radar radio show. That was not me. That was you. I was. We were, we were not. We were not a group on that. No, 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 we were, and that was with um Megan. Megan. Yeah, yeah. She we did our logo. We all nominally. You you weren't part of that. No, <laughs> I don't believe so. What did I, I do? It. I don't know. I guess I got replaced. I, n- no, I never did any radio without you. Because I didn't know. I, like I still don't Thanks, know. Nick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. I drove. I I drove by York River this weekend, and I looked in that window, and I was like. That was pretty cool. That might have been the coolest thing that we did in college. I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm not. I don't think it's a stretch. I think and we were very good at it. Yeah, I think so. Good. <laughs> so 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 good that we had tens of listeners. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, Which I'd is... love to. I'd love to take another crack at that. I yeah, guess that's what this is. <laughs> fun, but um, yeah, I mean, we would have to still be interesting and like music, and yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was going to ask you what your experience with the fantasy genre is. Almost nothing. I've been trying to think about it today to try to think if there's ever been uh, fantasy uh, books or even – I mean I think the movies are – it's just such a service level. I'm like Lord of the Rings guy. Uh Whatever like the – the fantasy that that tilts over accidentally and falls into the mainstream that's that's what i'm aware of so i think uh-huh. from a book perspective read the hobbit didn't like it no uh, me either good uh, that, that's a so good that's good so we're, we're already yeah. on yeah, we're, we're locked and loaded <laughs> i really don't think there's been anything else that even would be remotely fantasy based um, did you watch game of thrones i didn't because i have a ex- extreme aversion to <laughs> to, to to gore and violence. So oh, okay, we should talk the, about that right away. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think as long as I can pretend that it's that it's not, unless it's. I mean, well, I guess we'll get there, right? I guess we'll we'll notice. I think if I think the first episode I watched, and this also happened to me with the Americans, mm-hmm. where there was like a forced rape scene, and I was like, oh no, I can't watch any of this. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm mm-hmm. out immediately. Mm-hmm. So was there that? <laughs> should I also we trigger warning this entire book for me? 
Yeah, we well, this is yeah, this is a good moment to just give a, a trigger warning for for everything in general. Um, we are going to be reading Malazan Book of the Fallen until we get sick of it. I have read <laughs> <laughs> the uh, ten books that have been written by Stephen Erickson. Um, the world was created by Stephen Erickson and Ian Cameron Esselmont, who also writes novels in. Um, in series related to the story that we're going to at least start. Um, and I, I've only barely started the Esselmont books. Um, the Erickson books are the ones that are typically where people start. They were, Erickson started publishing first. Um, and the stories are interlocking and interwoven, but you can read these 10 books without, um, without knowing anything about the others. So that said, um, the books are, yeah, full of, uh, pretty intense violence of all sorts. Mm. Um, it isn't so, there, there are a few scenes in particular that I'll try to give you a heads up for, and we'll have to, uh, we'll, <laughs> if we get there, um, and we'll give a little trigger warning in the. I notes. think I can read anything, Nick. I think that I think that is the I have I have like a a dull imagination. Yeah. So while I read it, I am not going to be immediately trans transformed to like oh I'm seeing this happen. So I think Great. my my broken imagination will will aid me in this. In this you are you are the target audience. I am. That's perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that the the only one that really bothered me is very late in the series. Um, uh, so I'll. I'll, I'll give you a heads up for that one. But if we're there. We have a legion of fans that are in, imploring us to continue. Mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. We're in, if we're late in the series, we're certainly we've done well. Yeah. Well, there's always a possibility that we just abandon this podcast thing and just enjoy reading like a sane person would. <laughs> um, in which case, I'll give you the the warning, but nobody else will hear it. I think. I think also what everyone should understand is that uh, I have a crippling uh, nonfiction addiction from a reading perspective that's pretty much exclusively what i read so i think this is what 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 uh kathy is doing for me here uh is similar to the box tops for reading program for kids i like except it for kathy. It's, yeah it's you know that's that he's getting he's encouraging me to, to do what i should be doing and step out of my comfort zone so we'll you know we'll see how it goes i am i am open to all things in this world and this is certainly one of them I'm, i've flipped through this thing and i've not seen any words that make my eyes roll as far as like uh just sort of silliness and maybe that's just because i haven't so we'll enough. get there okay good all right great <laughs> i think we'll get there pretty quick actually okay i mean it is fantasy you know so like sure. wild wild shit does happen um big you know there are dragons and all that no problem all that good stuff so and lots of magic um yeah, but actually, you know, the fact that you are primarily a nonfiction reader is the reason that I thought you might like this t- series. Um, because Erickson isn't really um, isn't really interested in a lot of the fantasy tropes. He's much more interested in history and anthropology. He's a he is an anthropologist or was, um, and that's uh, a big part of. Of the story, so it's it is uh, effectively like reading a an imaginary history, um, which is and and there are other things going on too, but um, 
it's the reason I asked about Game of Thrones in particular is because I think that's a lot of people's most familiar point of comparison. Um, although, you know, you're a freak. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I was incorrect. I, I have seen more than the forced rape scene at the beginning of the series. I also watched the last episode live with everyone else without of, any Game context. Of Thrones? Uh-huh. The last one. And I was, I was live tweeting it mm, uh, as I was best. watching it. Yeah, the best experience. I did. Well, it was that one. And what was the episode where everything was like kind of like too dark? Was that the last episode or the episode before the, Every the last couple? One. Yeah. There was one where there was a big fight scene outside with dragons and it was too dark and people were like, this is the worst I can understand. And that was yeah. – I watched that also. So one and a half episodes plus one rape scene. That's my Game of Thrones oeuvre. <laughs> that's what I got. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I do that. I have watched the last episode of The Sopranos. I have watched the last episode of Breaking Bad. And I've watched the last. I, I I can't get in for the long haul of prestige television. I just drop in for what the thing that everyone's going to be talking about. I love no this. You like the it's weird? There's right? this, yeah, no, there's this novelist named Ben Marcus who gave a talk one time. He was being interviewed about his books and his reading habits, and uh, and <laughs> I I forget what the context was, but he was like, you know, I'll I'll stop reading a book. Uh, just as soon as I lose interest in it, I've stopped reading books on the second to last page before. And the <laughs> audience gasps. <laughs> and he's like, what? It, it, it's, I, I got it. It's no, it's not working for me anymore. <laughs> you, and you are the, you are the anti uh, Ben Marcus where you just, you just pick up the last episode. He is, he is, he is all about the edging and I'm all about the finishing. Apparently that's, that's, that's love to the contrast. Yeah, an interesting way of putting that. Sure, I think I, it's succinct. I think it's uh, visually visually evocative. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, rated mm-hmm. E. This is a rated E podcast. Um, okay, but you you read nonfiction. What do you mostly read? Uh, well, it used to be really related to. Uh, I, I think it's. I think I'm just falling down the hole of my age group. Uh, there is. There's lots of like. There's lots of. There's been going back through the history. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> going back through the uh, the Bill O'Reilly archive. No, 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 no. But I did read that in high school. Uh, it, it, you know, uh, there's a book on there's a book on GE and and the rise and fall of, of great American companies. There's a book mm-hmm. about. Uh, the history of fascism in the United States. There's oh. my books. If you can basically, you can you can basically track my political leanings. Like if I put them in a chronological order, you could just look on my bookshelf. I'm like, all right, I see the I see the Bernie uh, the Bernie era. I see all the yeah. Verso books after that, and then I see and then I see your books that are I could see on the the front table at Barnes and Noble. I see <laughs> those as well. It's like you're just you know you know the you're Air- moving through the Airbnb books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's that's where I'm at right now. I think it's that's I think the I think the book I've been stuck on the longest is uh, is that is that GE book, which is not really even fun to talk about. And, and then, of course, I think you would also see besides all of the political books, you would see 7000 uh, baseball biographies, <laughs> which no one besides, you know, people much older than me. To, I think the average age reader for those books has got to be 56 based on baseball's demographics. But. I'm, I mean, I'm bending the curve for them. My brother, who's you know five years younger than us, is definitely reading the equivalent of that. But for basketball, for sure, I would be shocked um, <laughs> if he hasn't you know gone down the basketball biography rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, okay. I mean, your your interest in politics and history is another reason why I thought like this was a 
if you're going to read fantasy, this is this is the one. You patch um, this up. Well, we have we have our our dating profiles are are similar enough mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm, to make this to make mm-hmm. this first date. Swiping right on Malazan, right on, <laughs> on Gardens of the Moon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I also and like the other reason that I asked you is because I also am not very familiar with with fantasy. I, I like you. I started The Hobbit and didn't really like it, and I started uh, Lord of the Rings and hated it. Um, I did read all of the A Song of Ice and Fire books when they were out because primarily I um, I wanted something that wasn't Harry Potter, which I'd read all of, and I had no knowledge of fantasy at all, so I just picked up what other people were reading. Um, Is this also where I should mention that I have read or seen no Harry Potter at all? Oh, that's good. That does, should I mention yeah. that also? <laughs> no, that's, that's perfect. We don't have to... Uh, because I won't get any of the references. Just I mean, there are a ton everything. of parallels um, between Malazan Book of the Fallen and Harry Potter that'll be lost on you, but Very uh, I think you can. You'll, make, okay. you'll muddle through. Yeah, um, I'll muddle through. I forbid see, you. See, all I get it, you, all I get are the references. Actually, <laughs> that, I don't know what they out. That gets cut out. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and that's it. Like, I haven't, I haven't read any of the other big series although i'm 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 interested in them i just don't haven't had time and unlike john uh i do read fiction all the time um i teach fiction that's my job ostensibly although if i didn't read also, it would be a problem it would be no it would right be no good <laughs> yeah so like for instance um the chair of my department asked me to talk about Dostoevsky and Tolstoy on Monday uh, out of nowhere. And this is not my area of expertise, but um, so now I'm reading. I feel like that was, I feel like Dostoevsky was like your first sort of toe dip uh, in college to that, to that area. No, wasn't it? Uh, Yep. I think that's right. But that was quite a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, my, you know, as an academic, which I am, I, that's not my, that's not my terrain. So he was like, yeah, come in and talk to us about the translation. I was like, okay, uh, say something about words and then it'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> that is like a, that is an academic troll to like give you no sort of expectation of, of preparation on that. So yeah. You've got basically the weekend to get your, get your brain straight on it. Yeah. I've got four days, but he's, he's a good guy. It'll be all right. All right. Um, if he's listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Scott. Um, yeah. So, like, I'm just – these are the books that are on my – I'm – you know, I've got Discourse on Colonialism, I may say Sayer, and uh, a book that I am writing on, which is a novel called Headless, which no, I sw- nobody except me has read. Um, and then some philosophy and, you know, other – stuff um so yeah i read fiction all the time but fantasy is still pretty new to me i've read more sci-fi than fantasy i've read a lot of octavia butler um and ursula k Le Guin. um but yeah this was the first fantasy that really clicked with me um and you know i have my own sort of critiques and um uh doubts about it which we can you know i'm interested in what what strikes you and we can talk about those things as we go on but i I think um it's doing something different than at least the other fantasy that i've encountered so i'm excited nick 
I, I am excited. I mean, I haven't picked it up yet. It's been on my table for a while. But I think this, if anything will prompt me to read, it will be the fact that we already have one episode out of the show. And episode two can't happen until I've read some of it. So it's, a, it's the best kind of prompt. Yeah, so episode two will be on the first novel. So read the whole thing oh, okay. by next <laughs> Friday or so. And, sure. uh, no, we'll probably yeah, take short it. enough. We'll probably take it like um, – three chapters at a time, something like that. So maybe prologue chapter one and two. Um, But I was, so you mentioned the map. So just looking Mm -hmm. at the map and the cover and the title, you want to give us some uh, very accurate predictions of, you know, like what do you think is going to be in here? First of all, I hate the font really mad about the font already. (laughs) Uh, Don't like that at all. Uh, I feel like, I feel like, it, <laughs> I feel like whenever this was whenever this was laid out, it seems very much like this was uh, like Lotus Notes, like uh, papyrus font. They're like, all right, what is what's what's the one that when you think of axes and dudes with long red beards, what's the font we use? And that's mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, slip, flipping to the the uh, the map, uh, my predictions are uh, that. I am going to need to refer to this page all the time because mm-hmm. I have a, I have a really uh, hard time remembering uh, names of things that are uh, not real. I, I, in my brain, something names are arbitrary kind of on their face, but things that are, that I know off the fact, I'm never going to go touch that thing or see that thing with my own eyes. So I'm going to be struggling uh, to remember geographical uh, distinctive distinctive places that don't exist. So I, I, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> this page is going to get probably torn out and stuck on something. Uh, well, I, I have guess. good news. The um, the the place where the story starts in the prologue um, doesn't even appear on that map. So great. You, yeah, you can spare your map page for <laughs> for at least the chapter. <laughs> oh, they did a scale. That's very nice. I'm glad that they did a, a leagues a league scale on the yeah. side. That's very yeah. nice. Yeah, I I had a feeling that the leagues would help you get yeah, a sense right. of distance. Oh well, yeah. Now I really get an idea of how big mm-hmm. this place is. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there. It does not appear to be a lot of battles. There's like a oh, never mind. They're all in the north. Never mind. Plenty of battles. I was wrong. So many battles. I think this book is mostly mostly going to be battles based on this. Is That's that right. An interesting prediction. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> As I look at a cover of a of a of a castle and a keep, and then see five thousand uh, sword crossings at the top of the book, yeah, I think the the Ma- is it Malazan campaign. Uh, this is a contentious topic. So oh. uh, the author pre- pronounces it Malazan, which is also how I'm, I've been pronouncing it like that. Um, pretty much the entire fan base, from what I understand, has been pronouncing it until he said something, pronouncing uh, pronouncing it the way you just did, Malazan. and uh, and then they told him that he was wrong. Um, Ooh, that's so. <laughs> a cool way to handle that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Malazan is what is what I've said. Sure. So we got to yeah. just put an accente sobre the. <laughs> The second A or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are a lot of names that are um, uh, the pronunciations of them are contentious. So we'll we'll hack those out when we get to them. I think that'll be fun to to see that whatever my first take and how wrong it is compared to the 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 hordes of the hardcore. I'm not seeing any. Well, again, I'm not going to stop flipping through as we do this. But well, no, uh, no go ahead, flip through. I, that's what. That's another thing I was going to ask you is like. Did you notice that there's a dramatis personae at the beginning? 
No, I skipped over that. Yeah, part. take take a look at that. I, I want to know how you're feeling about that. Oh, there's another map. There's two maps. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. So for those of you who don't know what a Dramatis Personae is, which would be me, uh, off, the, off the butt, this, is this just a cast of characters, basically? Is that what, mm-hmm. is that what I'm... T- okay. All right. Great. Uh, uh, we got some. We got a guy named Hairlock. So that's cool. It's, that's very much an army Fan favorite. Name. Is it? <laughs> great. Excellent. Uh, we've got Sergeant Whiskey Jack, which is a name that seems to be sort of a... It doesn't really fit in with the rest of these so far hmm. we got a lot uh, so we got a lot of a lot of army folks here and we got mm-hmm. uh are there are there women in this mm-hmm. okay i just don't see them on the front yeah oh my so- god there's four pages of characters mm-hmm. uh if if we had to if we had to guess and you don't have to guess if we had to do a percentage of names in here that are important or that i should really really remember who they are what do you think? It's like twenty percent. Like there's there's three high mages mm-hmm. on the Tarud Cabal. Are they all important? Am I going to have to remember the difference between Tholus and Parald or Perald? I'm going to call them Perald by the way because it's like Harold with a P. I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are they all important? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm just mm, affirming your your choice of pronunciation, which I liked. <laughs> Thank choice. you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm validated. There's a man named Surly in this. That's lazy so and weird. <laughs> that is a woman. Oh, see? The doctor is a woman. Nick? <laughs> that's the joke. All right. Crocus Younghand. That's that's weird. That's like a, the Han Solo name of this uh, of this grouping. Kind of is, isn't it? Doesn't it feel that way to you? He's a or young thief. He's even a young thief. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. That, I think he is. I think he's inspired by <laughs> Han Solo. <laughs> uh there's a guy named Ocelot, which is just a, an animal. So that's, that is, he's, it's that's an actual weird. Ocelot. Oh. <laughs> is it really? No. Oh, no, but it'd be fun, see, right? This is, the, this is fantasy, right? It's yeah. very possible. Now very there good. is, <clears throat> there is one moment when we are going to get the mules perspective, but you'll have to wait a few books for okay. that. So, all right. I, you know, these names are not so bad. Well, I keep, I keep saying that. And then I go to, Onus Tulan, mm. which is like a, a, a Star Wars ass name in the mm-hmm. middle of this next to Kig Avon. All right. So th- this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, oh, Prince Kaz Devor. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like somebody in a romance novel. Jor- Jorick Sharplands is another. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> okay. Jorick Sharplands. Keep an eye out for Jorick Sharplands. All right. Awesome. That's great. I'm, I'm so glad of all the names that you picked that one out. And it's and great. It's like a, it. yeah. it's like a, it's like a, it's a, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, if It's like if there was a noir detective book in space, <laughs> the, <laughs> there would be a Jork Sharplance. When, um, when Sharplance comes back in the text, remind me so that we can, we can talk about it. For I'll a remember. Yeah. I will remember that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really the things that, that jump out. <laughs> Uh, so is, is it darn, I, I can't, cause the font is so silly. I can't even actually, uh, uh, yeah, the name of the city. Is it Darujistan? Yeah. Darujistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the people is are that like, a, are they, is it, are they intended to be like, 
like peasants or something. The names are much more simple. Coal, Meese, Skurve, Chert. <laughs> are they, oh, are they I like, see what you're are they mean. Like um, the Phoenix Inn regulars, it says. So just people that hang out at the bar. Otherwise. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's it's like the – what's the name of the bar – in Star Wars, where they chop the guy's arm off. I love that this I is just like, Star Wars for you. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, it's my only frame of reference. This is, I have no, to, I have this is a Star Wars a... novelization. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's part of the extended universe. Uh, <laughs> they, they, Disney Disney grandfathered this one in there, mm-hmm. uh, I think. <laughs> There's a guy named Quick Ben. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's my favorite name. <laughs> Quick Ben. One of them. Oh, man. All right. So... Good, great names. I'm not. I am not dissuaded by this. I am encouraged by this. I don't know if okay, that good. was intended. That's what I feel. I mean, yeah, aside I, from the sheer volume of names that we're talking about here, other than that, yeah, it is. It is a lot of names. So that <clears throat> there. So here's here's uh, something that I think is different a little bit about Malazan than a, a lot of other fantasy, but also a lot of other novels, which is that, um, and you'll see this fairly early on that, and I, I don't think this is a spoiler, but that Malazan is less interested in um, charting the, the, you know, the sort of heroic deeds of a particular character or even set of heroes. It's not, it it is about characters, but more than being about characters or about plot, it's really about themes, and the characters and the plot serve the themes, um, if that makes sense. So they're still, you know, the characters are still, you know, rich and complicated, and um, you know they have all sorts of different um, worldviews, and the plot is pretty juicy, I think, but um, but it it isn't like. A hero's journey, if that, yeah, to destroy my Star Wars analog. Although that's also a book, very uh, a story, very much about themes. Although the characters are also, yeah, they run parallel, but themes are, you know, they run about too. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'm glad you brought up Star Wars because I, I wasn't going to say this, but it's a good time to say that Erickson is well aware of this, and in writing Gardens of the Moon, he's deliberately playing with those tropes. So okay. it was, it's cracking me up actually that you singled out Crocus for young and as Han Solo, <laughs> which I never would have, but it actually is at least thematically sort of resonant and perfect with um, Erickson's intended purpose. Yeah, so. There you go. There you you go. want to read? You want to read that first epigraph for us? Get us sure. a flavor of I what's going know, on. I didn't know that I was going. All right, here we go. We are history relived, and that is all. Without end, that is all. Oh, there's more. <laughs> uh, that was where you missed out. I don't know. I don't have my copy in front of me. <laughs> so that, that was a there's beautiful a page reading. And a blank. Thank you very much. I'm used to reading Doctor Seuss right now, and I'm just glad these all aren't rhyming because I'm tired of that. <laughs> Ah, uh, dad life. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so he, he likes the smell of books, too, apparently. It seems like uh, that's going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much to say about that. I didn't. That wasn't very evocative for me. Mm. Other than to say, like, you know, you know, the, 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 the sand moves through the hourglass and we all are, we all are, we all repeat on the, on the treadmill that is life and history. These are the days. That's, of yeah, that's right. Maybe mm-hmm. if I read it again while well, I wasn't 
speaking it out loud. No, no, no. There's no. Uh, I was just curious. Um, I let's see. There's a few other things I want to say. One of which is that there are some other Malazan podcasts out there, and uh, two in particular. <laughs> that that I've listened to that I really enjoyed. Just wanted to shout out um, Ten Very Big Books, um, and, which just wrapped up their read-through last summer, and The Green Team of the Legendarium, um, which I think also wrapped up their read-through pretty recently. So um, if you're further along in the series listening to this episode right now, I, and you don't somehow know about those two, go, go check them out. Um, otherwise... Here we are. I feel like if you are that and you're reading this, you're going to be more. I, I feel like you should be starting where we're starting. I feel like that's re, you're really going to get the best out of this if you are if you are like me or you are like Nick. If you are like a, a hardcore fan of this and you come in, it's going to be like uh, someone annoying. talking through a movie to you. Very annoying. <laughs> you're going to hate me, uh, and that's okay. If you want to hate me and, and listen, that's fine. But I feel like for the best for the best viewer experience and audio experience and the uh, you know. If you want to project yourself onto a character, it's good to not have read this at all or not be a super fan <laughs> because otherwise we'll get reader mail and tell us how I've mispronounced uh, some some. Yeah. Oh, no, they'll they'll hate me, too. It's OK. It's not. Um, yeah. Um, I think we probably should wrap it up for a first episode of a podcast about a book uh, that I've not good. read yet at 30 I'm minutes. <laughs> just trying to make sure there's nothing else I need to say. Yeah, I think we're good. So, okay. uh, uh, should I take another crack at the intro? Hey, hey, it's the Hounds of Love with Heathcliff and Kathy. This is the premier Kate Bush podcast. Should I try it again? No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Let me just do one more take. You got to do it. Just you got to do a close. That's. I would say that's the only thing we need. Mm. You're making this so I have to slice and dice now, and I'm, I'm mad at you about this, but that's fine. <laughs> Fine. I don't know. I don't know how we close. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good luck. We'll be reading chapters uh, one and two after we read the prologue, and we'll be discussing uh, all three of those things uh, next episode. Uh, we will not have a Twitter account or any other social media presence for this podcast. For <laughs> we'll ever. probably not be doing any real editing. Uh, we will also not be monetizing. You may no. never hear from us again. <laughs> this is going to be sitting on a SoundCloud uh, with no. We might be using our old band's uh, SoundCloud account that's lied dormant for 15 years, just as a place that already exists. That might be the way to do it, and we'll take off all of our music so Nick doesn't get mad and no one can. Am I, that I was going to say, am I in the <laughs> the Security Council here? Do I get the veto? <laughs> I'll I'll clear it all out. It'll just I'll just okay. might have a URL in, in common. <laughs> but thanks everybody. See you in some amount of time. Bye.